I V M. Hey everybody, welcome to the Geek Fruit Show. It's me, Tejas, and I have with me my best friends, Dilkar and Jishnu. Hi guys. Hello. Hey guys, what's up? How are you all? Excellent, considering I just saw an amazing movie with one of my favorite characters, henceforth, Godzilla. I've been a big Godzilla fan ever since I've been seeing the ads for this movie. Actually, they're all over the place. Uh, and in Hyderabad, I saw an ad that is a huge billboard that says his foot is bigger than Golconda Fort. And you know what's insane? Golconda Fort is huge. It's huge, and his foot is bigger than that. But I will say, in this movie, I don't think it was actually that big. In fact, huh? in this movie, it was his size big. changes. His size changes quite frequently. Yeah, like why wh- would you say when it? he almost uh, when he almost crushes uh, the cameraman guy Hank Azaria? Mm-hmm. His foot looks like maybe twice his height, so maybe it's like fifteen feet. That's mm-hmm. not bigger than Golconda Fort. Definitely not. Oh wait, maybe the ad said meant- he can jump over Golconda Fort in one leap or something like that, which is definitely possible. But I'll maybe, tell you what. Maybe they mean okay? girth, not uh, not height. <laughs> That's oh, uh, vulgar, man. I think kids listen to the show. Uh, I'll tell you what that has done. Kids are talking on this show. An huh? effect that I think will last for years. It just really gives you this perspective of like this is what Godzilla would look like if he was here right now. And I suspect that's something that will haunt me for years to come. Also, I love localized marketing. Yeah, I've never seen it before. It's like I I literally can't think of any Hollywood movie that's advertised like this. Mm-hmm. To like two people. I mean, like go. <laughs> I was so excited because it's like Godzilla knows about Golconda Fort. <laughs> like he comes in and we're like, uh, Namaste. I do remember this movie being like very specific to like um you know like this can be a movie that uh, you should remember it was just this week no i remember it from like this week <laughs> that's what i meant right 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 uh, yeah. that that this movie has done uh the first like very good job in marketing that i've ever seen for any movie so far uh because it's like really um something that i know about before the movie comes out like i've seen a trailer i've uh, bought some toys i bought a mug with godzilla's face on it uh, have you guys been seeing the songs there are these uh, music videos also there's a puff daddy song uh, which has that uh, old led zeppelin song kashmir in it and uh, i believe it's actually led zeppelin's uh, jimmy page playing the riff i haven't uh, saved up 400 rupees to buy the cd yet but uh when i saw the movie i don't know if i heard it in the movie is it in the movie not prominently but songs do go on throughout the movie there are there are some really good songs in there and they all happen like in the background of scenes and stuff like that hmm but in this puff daddy song in the music the video they show people in a theater wearing 3d glasses watching godzilla and this wasn't a 3D movie which is upsetting because i really feel like that technology should be coming around soon enough i was going to say i don't know if it's invented it yeah. is invented yes there have been 3D movies at this point just you know it's 1998 come on uh but i i don't know why this one wasn't in 3D i was really excited to see his foot like come into your face <laughs> all right yeah 
Thanks for sharing. My my favorite thing <clears throat> about this movie though is obviously uh the character of Godzilla because I thought uh the graphics were pretty cool uh and uh it reminded me It a lot It's really good like you can he's like walking around almost killing people so Yeah it was it was quite good I it reminded me a lot of uh Jurassic Park one of my other favorite movies uh of all time which I have the VHS for um that I love amazing and i think uh they look really menacing the dinosaurs and they kind of use those effects here because it's very dark the movie and it's very like rainy all the time and like i love yeah. that the rain the rain seemed a little uh a bit much when i think about it i didn't mind it while watching it but if i think back on the fact yeah it's a very moist movie there's a lot of wetness just unnecessarily everywhere even when the underground Do you think- even when they're in Madison Square Garden when they're at the nest um because like pre blowing a hole into the building there's still somehow like water just seeping in through everywhere and i was just like yo like why why is why is it so wet do you think godzilla affects weather patterns like he's so tall that he forces precipitation in the clouds maybe it's something to do with the radiation man he's he's leaking radiation dog he's uh he's just walking around with all that radiation he must have done something to the clouds he must have taken a piss at some point and when you're that big it gets everywhere that actually brings me to another question so i'm assuming everyone watching uh, or, or everyone listening to this uh, thing i, I don't know like, show show then cut this show yeah uh, like maybe we're just recording it for fun and maybe someday people will listen to it on some kind of audio medium but what occurred to me was uh when they figure out that godzilla is pregnant they go he's pregnant and then everyone's like wait how can he be pregnant and matthew broderick explains it as well he's reproducing asexually yeah but why didn't they just assume it was a she My favorite scene in that is when he takes the blood of Godzilla or the or the or the or the urine and puts the it urine, on a, and, and he puts it on a human pregnancy test and he determines that it's pregnant and uh, and she's pregnant and then his next line is but technically you can't use these pregnancy tests on anything apart from humans but she's pregnant yeah So if we just say that testing for the same thing. So if if you can't use it on anything except humans, why does he say that and how is it possible? Because uh, they needed I mean, a scene I, I don't with, care, but they needed how? they needed to have a scene with innuendo between Audrey and Matthew Broderick uh standing in the rain inside a tent talking about um um ovaries. Also, can we talk about how lame Audrey is and how she's so lame and like uh she's the worst and uh and I hate her? Yeah, and she's doing this like very ditzy kind of character throughout. Like she she acts like she's in a movie from the 40s. Yeah. Which I know was only like 50 years ago, but still. <laughs> that I being said, like Audrey, her friend, yeah. that being said, her friend, I don't think gets enough credit. I forget her name, but uh Hank Azaria's wife. Um Yeah. Uh, Lucy or something Mrs Animal Mrs, Mrs. Animal. Animal um uh she is like single-handedly like set up a freaking shelter in her home and like 
cooked for people and gave people food out of a pantry and stuff. Like, way to go. Like, hello, I want to see the sequel with her. Yeah. And her charitable organization called Animal Shelter. Oh man, she would survive Center. really well in like a, a, like a, like a nationwide like lockdown situation. She would be great. I don't see why that would actually happen. It's not like Godzilla is going to turn up, but uh, yeah, she probably would. Let's take quite a short break and come back and talk about the plot of the movie and what you thought of the yeah. story because I thought the story okay. was sick. Let's talk about I it. I actually thought it was sick as well. Here, here. Hey guys, we're back on the Geek Fruit show and we're talking about our favorite new movie, Godzilla. Well, let me set the scene for our listeners. This is kind of a well, classic movie in the sense it's a lot like your uh, it's very like Jurassic Park in that humanity has to deal with a new threat. But what's different is Godzilla isn't a dinosaur. When I first saw as for this movie, I thought, wow, like this dinosaur is scary as hell. But apparently he is, uh, as Matthew Broderick's character says at one point in the movie, the first of his kind. And he's the fallout of uh, yes. of some nuclear tests run by the French government. So he, he looks very mm-hmm. much like a dinosaur, but like a more human dinosaur. He looks like a, like oh, they show some iguanas in the beginning of the mm-hmm. film. He looks like a, a mutated version of like kind a Komodo of, dragon. Yes. You know, like you know what we call a Godzilla type looking thing around these parts here in Bengal? What? A tiktiki. A tiktiki? Yup. Is that what a lizard is? Isn't that like a gecko, man? Yeah, it's like a lizard. It's just a funner name than Godzilla. So how do you say big in Bengali or like very big or gigantic? Birat or Boro. <laughs> Like I would love what's Birat that? or Boro would be big, but like I, I <clears throat> so Boro, a Boro, oh, uh, a Boro Tiktiki. So I would love if the doesn't roll off the tongue. No, as but can well. you imagine? Like if I was playing the old, if I was cast as old man dying in bed, and Jean Reno comes up to me and like, what did you see, old man? Tiktiki, Tiktiki. No, you'd be like Tiktiki, Boro Tiktiki. And then some American newscaster is going to be like. Uh, well, they found a tack tack. The tiki. They found a tiki tiki. My uh, my question, even though I I really don't like uh, questioning these kinds of movies, I just thought it was awesome. The whole movie, just yeah, generally awesome. Uh, but also really bad in many parts, including that scene with uh, Jean Reno. He's uh, waving that lighter in front of uh, the only surviving Japanese fisherman who says Gujira Gujira, and then later on. And there's nobody in that room, but later on, there's a clip played from that exact scene. Oh yeah, on yeah. a same camera angle. Uh, who shot that man? <laughs> who was there in the room with him to record That's that true. moment? I don't know. So he had a handy cam stashed up his sleeve. It's kind of strange. Honestly, he had a JVC there's probably handicap. a lot of things like that which are weird in this, like, they just don't make sense in this movie. Like, I don't see how you'd get Godzilla from Gojira either. Or how uh, Animal seems to be always in the right place at the right time. But I just yes. thought the movie was awesome anyway. The plot is basically they have to uh, figure out where Godzilla came from and how to get to it before it destroys all of New York City. And it's in New York City because it's, yeah. well, it's laying a bunch of eggs there. It's nesting 
as uh, Matthew Broderick's character says. And Matthew Broderick's character basically studies uh, the effects of nuclear uh, fallout on animals. So the military enlists him to help. And, uh, well, yeah, that's that's kind of really it. The rest of it is just like Godzilla. I, I, so... Also, another thing about it, there's one move that Broderick does at the very beginning when he's full-on playing worm guy, which is at the start of the movie, before he gets picked up by the military, he's digging around for these earthworms, yeah. um, and he takes, like, car batteries or something, and, like, he zaps the ground. Yeah. Pretty cool move. Why didn't he try, why, awesome why didn't he try that with Godzilla? Because that's, need, that's foreshadowing Vishnu, because they do, he does it in the end. Huh. So they're like tanks and stuff. But they do it in the end though because he takes an electrical wire and puts it in the in the tooth right. of uh, of the Godzilla when the taxi's in the Truth. mouth in his Truth. mouth. I will say this though. I think now thinking about the movie, I only like the first two acts of the film. The third act is a bit of a mishmash of some of my other favorite movies like Jurassic Park and Alien yeah. but doesn't execute it to that effect. Like, uh, when I saw those eggs in Madison Square Garden, mm. I was just like, whoa, this is, where's yeah, Sigourney right. Weaver? Where's Lieutenant Ripley? But, uh, and, I, and I thought, like, you know, they're running through these, the, the hallways and, like, the Madison Square Garden and all these baby Godzillas, mm. spoilers, Choto are, are trying to eat them, but don't, cho- just Choto, 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 if you think about it. Choto. Choto. All right, got it. Uh, and 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 I and I just didn't understand why that became the movie instead of just focusing on Godzilla. And I get that you know she needs to reproduce. He, That's what the whole. Uh, but you know, she or he. I think it's a he. But they decide that he's reproducing asexually. But they never explain why they think he's a boy. Right. Yeah. Because he doesn't have a partner. Yeah. If uh, Godzilla had a had a Twitter account, maybe we would know what's its Twitter? pronouns. What's a Twitter? Uh, you know what birds oh, do? Right, 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 right. Tweet, tweet. Anyway. Okay. Tweet, tweet. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I beg your pardon. A Yahoo Messenger. <clears throat> ICQ. Uh, or an ICQ, um, yes. Um, well, you know, my well yes, because, because when you ask though, Godzilla ASL, he'd have to say, Well, I was just born, uh, <laughs> male, and right now in New York City, where I'm nesting. I, I agree nice. that the third act was um, a little all over the place. But I think the saving grace, though, which I still love, is after they get out of Madison Square Garden and they're just driving around in a cab. Um, very much, very similar to like a Jurassic Park vibe of like, you know, being chased in the in, in the Jeep or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just banter between a Jean Renault and a Hank Azaria trapped in a New York cab. Yeah. Um, makes it worth it. Um also, somehow, if I think about it, like, obviously, New York City is, like, ground zero most of the time for these kind of big action movies where, like, the world is ending and, like, who can save us? Only one New York resident. Um, somehow, I, I feel like this is one of the few times where it's, like, kind of more positive towards the city, where, like, the city triumphs and, like, sort of rallies behind each other and, like, the set pieces are to save said big iconic New York yeah. building yeah. or like the park or whatever it is, you know? The Chrysler yeah, building. Yeah, exactly. Just like, like just name drop all the New York things and instead of like blowing it up, like an Independence Day, for example, that another good movie I uh, recently saw. Um, the same <clears throat> guy who made this movie. Exactly. In that movie, New York has to 
be the scapegoat for you to understand, oh my God, they're so tough that they can destroy New York. That's why we must give a shit about these aliens. But in this movie, it's like, oh, Godzilla is really bad, but New York will save us because nobody can beat New York. You know what I mean? That's true. Fun I like fact, that. Uh, the mayor of New York in this movie, Mayor Ebert, yeah. is named yeah, after yeah. Roger Ebert. Yes. And he's named after yeah. Roger Ebert because uh, Ebert and Siskel trashed Independence Day. Oh, really? And that's why ah. at the end when uh, this guy quits his uh, assistant, he goes like, thumbs uh. down to you because that's Roger Ebert's thing. Uh. Right. He is. God bless his soul. Oh. In the future. Also, well, I guess think about it. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, he's fine. I don't know what your issue is. Okay, uh, let's My just <laughs> uh, before we take a break. Jurassic Park just came out like five years ago. So, how do you think it compares? Because first of all, Jurassic Park is way better, I think. But does this movie come close at all? Uh, I mean. Uh, I, I've seen Jurassic Park maybe 150 times. Yeah, because I borrowed the video from Tetco Video. and Is your VHS stuck in the player? Is that also? why like I went mine? to Tetco Video and I, I couldn't get, get a copy? <laughs> Here's the other thing. I went to next to Tetco Video in Karama in Dubai. Where we live right now. There's uh, one of my favorite restaurants. Pizza Inn? Uh, yeah. Called Pizza Inn. Yes. And Pizza Inn has an offer right now uh, that if you uh, buy... Uh, three large pizzas, you could uh, win a copy of uh, your favorite movie. And uh, I got Jurassic Park. They just say you a pizza in or a pizza hut boy? As of now, I'm pizza in because right. it's close to my house. But I can walk there. Actually, if you ask me, I'm a Royal Garden Ooh, I person. love Royal Garden. Jishnu, what I do you do for pizza wait, at yours? Which is opposite Archie's I can't comments. wait until Pizza Hut comes to Bombay. I've heard so many good things. <laughs> How do you eat pizza in Bombay? Oh, we go to Pizzeria God. on uh, Marine Drive, and then I go to not, and then I go to Jazz by the Bay to watch my favorite band Vayu play Deep Purple songs. Nice, but don't tell my mom nice. I had a I had a cranberry breezer. What? You're like eight years <laughs> old right now. I said, don't tell my mom. Cool. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So tell us how it compares to Jurassic Park. It doesn't. Uh, let us take a okay. break first. And then we'll come and talk about uh, Jurassic Park All versus right. Godzilla. This is a movie I would watch. Hey everybody, we're back. We're talking about Godzilla. But this time, Godzilla versus one of our other favorite movies, Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park The Lost World. Yeah, and you know what's very similar between this movie and The Lost World is in both of them, the giant creature uh, attacks a city. Though I will say it destroys way more in Godzilla than in Jurassic Park. But, Are you talking uh, about The Lost World? The Lost World, yes. Right. Which just came out last year. I, th- I think... But I kind of think Lost World was a better movie, even oh, though yeah. there's less yeah. explosions and stuff. Hell yeah. I do... I do like all the parts of Jurassic Park which are not in the city though. Like that's still my favorite parts of Jurassic Park. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. Because when it gets to a, a city level kind of, uh, uh, pl- you know, a place of like that kind of uh, destruction, it becomes a bit meaningless for me. Like uh, then it becomes like any kind of apocalyptic movie. But I, I and that's why Godzilla... 
I still like, like Independence Day. Yeah, I like an Independence Day. But I still, having said that, I still prefer all the parts of Godzilla where he's just being, uh, like you know, trying to f- go through different streets of New York. Yeah, I'll tell you what worked for me is the city parts because it felt different, and I think in terms of how much you care about the story or what Godzilla is doing and why he's doing it, it doesn't matter much. But it is fun to see those uh, like scenes in the city where he's just kicking stuff over or stamping yeah. streets down. I like I like the fact that the ending of um, Godzilla, the third act of both movies is kind of the same. Big monster loose in, in a city doing monster mm-hmm. things in a city, right? And it's up to like one man in, in Jurassic Park to save us. And in Godzilla, it's up to like three or four people. But... Um, mm-hmm. I think the difference, though, is that in Godzilla, I think I like that third act a bit more because you know that he's defending his nest and that's why he's, like, pissed off because he's like, yo, you, yo, why are you coming into my house? And the humans are like, well, you came to our house first. Whereas yeah. in Lost World, it's T-Rex being like, I've just woken up from a coma that you put me in. Where the f*** am I? And how do I get out of here? And he's just literally acting on fear of just, like, I'm... I'm confused and therefore I don't care about like collateral damage. I'm just like, I need to go somewhere that's not here. But in Godzilla, all he's doing is trying to kill that one cab. He's identified like three people and I just want to kill these three people. There are like millions of humans around me. I don't care about these millions of humans because I can take them. But these three mofos are getting up my business. And so it's like, it's a personal story for Godzilla. Whereas in Lost World, it's literally just like, uh, a bull in a china shop and get him out and he doesn't know how to get out. You know what I mean? Can I ask, do you think that's because in this movie, Godzilla has a personality and he does. thoughts as opposed to... Yeah. In Jurassic Park, they're clearly animals. Yeah. But Godzilla seems to have like yes. a real... Agenda. Right, exactly. Uh, like like you, plot. you empathize. A, yeah, you agenda. empathize with him. Like when, when Matthew Broderick like says, like he's actually reproducing asexually and he's trying to make it work. That's It's a moment of like, Oh, so he didn't come here to like, you know, mess, mess up our lives. He came here because he's just too big to nest anywhere else. Mm. He needs, he needs, he needs a home that can fit his size. And therefore I need a building as big as Madison Square Garden to live in. Whereas in Lost World, it's like the humans brought King Kong to, it's literally the King Kong story. The humans brought uh, the T-Rex off of his native land into human land. And the, and the T-Rex is like, why am I here? Let me get home. And the humans are like, oh no, while you're trying to get home, you're going to kill us. So I need to put you to sleep. So it's all the human's fault. And it also is human's fault in Godzilla. Yeah. But at least Godzilla like has a good reason to be there. I think that's my you favorite know? part of it, it is. is that, you know, that these characters are still, um, you know, mi- there's still this whole misunderstood vibe. Uh, and you kind of do feel empathetic towards them. Especially my favorite scene from Godzilla, the movie, when they just put a f- huge pile of fish in the middle of New York yeah. and then he starts That's eating a lot it of fish. and I was just looking at it and I was just looking and seeing my own uh, pets you know and uh, and I think that was uh, very sweet and the moment you kind of empathize with the fact that he they've both got agendas which are to kind of protect themselves and that humans are interfering I think those are the parallel themes though having said that Jurassic Park for me still does it better because um that characters in Jurassic Park, both in the first and in the Lost World, who are 
who understand the situation as human beings interfering with this this you know with with nature basically like uh, jeff goldblum's character yeah. uh is always is his whole character is about that that you know we we don't know why we're doing this we're just doing it because we can do it and yeah, uh, yeah i always like that idea of these films he's an action hero conservationist which you don't see those very often he's actually a chaos I theory think... scientist yeah yeah but uh speaking to your fish point he... i think it's further evidence that uh, godzilla is is bong because he's a birat boro tiktiki who loves macher jhol is it jhol if you just dump a bunch of it on the streets of new york i mean it it becomes jhol whether you like it or not like you you bite into that match and My you get jhol my favorite scene uh is right after the fish pa- well it's part of the same scene but my favorite uh, moment is uh, and this ties into how we're saying godzilla is humanized in this movie is when matthew broderick is just standing there and he like slowly picks up down, this camera he stares him down and yeah, takes a yeah, picture yeah, yeah, yeah. and godzilla goes like uh, yeah Rrr? that's very good uh <laughs> accurate representation of what it sounds like very kind of does very cool they do just take a picture of me hey but you know what come to think of it isn't that the exact same scene in uh Jurassic Park 1 I think where yeah yeah the kids are trapped in the jeep right right before the T-Rex escapes from the paddock and the T-Rex takes one step out and they're like shut, shut up shut up don't move the two like the adults are in one jeep the kids are in the other jeep and the adults are like hoping the kids don't mess things up but then the kids accidentally turn on the light and the light like flashes on the T-Rex's eyes yeah. and it's the exact same thing the T-Rex is staring at them yes. and he's like oh i'm looking at you but i don't mind until the kid like Literally you know does what Matthew Broderick does. Like he hits the flash, and then the, you know. Boom. You're right. It is the exact same moment, and I think that shows the difference very clearly in how the movie treats these two uh, animals. Essentially, in Godzilla, it's almost played comedically, where you're supposed yeah. to think, "Oh, look, Godzilla's amazed that someone's taking this picture." Whereas in Jurassic Park, you're like, "This wild, scary animal has realized something is happening." Pretty much, in Godzilla, he recognizes him. In Jurassic Park. it's because malcolm even says like he won't respond he's half blind so he can't even see anything unless you literally throw up a flag on or flash a giant mag light in his face uh but in godzilla he's smart enough to like vaguely recognize broderick and be like i know you i don't want to eat you until he flashes him and he's like okay maybe i do want to eat you my other favorite scene in godzilla is how the entire military loses godzilla in new york <laughs> Yes. Yeah. The best they part no about that. He's gone. The final move, the fi- the cop the helicopters are chasing him. They go through they weave in and out between buildings and into so buildings. How many and helicopters stuff. are you, there in this in uh, can you accommodate in one lane in a in a city? They're like 15 in that scene. Have you seen have you have you been to New York? Those streets are nonsensically big. Like it's a waste of space. It's way too big. They're huge. Fair enough. Each 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 street is like three marine drives. Um but um No, I love the fact that like when he was hiding from them, like at first he was hiding inside a building and like okay, cool, we found him. But then there's one one helicopter that they get that they get killed rather when Godzilla just crouches. <laughs> there's like an overhead shot. There's a literally like above like direct pointing down overhead shot and the helicopter is just moving slowly doing his thing. He's like I can't see him, I can't see him. He's he's off my radar. And Godzilla is literally just like <laughs> squatting like taking a shit. Taking that's why it's wet. He's, he's doing like, a pee. He can't see me. And then he ate the helicopter. Can't yeah. see me, can't see me. And he just jumps up. He's like ah. my other really uh, uh like exciting moment from this movie which I think is underrated is that Godzilla is a very graceful swimmer and diver. 
Yeah. Would have loved to see more underwater scenes, but a pant very what? shape of water, a movie that uh could potentially be made. <laughs> Oh I I just meant like he resembles the shape of water because he's so amphibious. I don't know what you're like talking about. Like he's so is. graceful he takes the shape of water. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Godzilla right, maybe, great maybe diver make a movie. and uh, and when he goes into the water, we can't track him again. Hmm. Because I don't because water. Okay, I'll tell you what. We've uh, we've compared Godzilla to Jurassic Park, but how do you think it compares to movies that from this year like deep impact came out this year armageddon uh where does this movie rank for you guys in the blockbuster i i liked this movie more than armageddon but i loved the cast of armageddon more so like uh, uh, the armageddon banter was just way too armageddon good. is a better movie than than godzilla and that's really saying something because both movies are fucking ridiculous <laughs> That's true. I think I like Godzilla more honestly. You might be right in that Armageddon is a slightly stronger movie in terms of cast and probably makes a little more no, sense. No, also. lesser sense. No, no, no. Lesser no, no, no. sense. sense for like sure. lesser let's, sense. Let's yeah, not let's not get into sense, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sense in the sense mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right actually. But I think I'll to tie it back to where I came from in the start. What I really liked about Godzilla is the fact that it kind of awakened this idea in me of what would it be like if a godzilla just walked into your city uh and armageddon is cool in like a love this movie kind of way but yeah i mean by a hair it's a godzilla for mm. me i think i like armageddon deep impact we don't like uh, deep impact is also a pretty uh, shabby movie uh and kind mm-hmm. of uh, came out the same time armageddon did this year and uh yes. and, and and i always felt that uh, armageddon you know both all these movie plots are pretty like out there in terms of how you know ridiculous you know it can be you know sending oil mm. oil basically drillers to uh, to an asteroid yeah. when you can just teach astronauts how to drill instead but uh but they do that anyway and because all of these movies are so outrageous i pick the most outrageous which is armageddon and also because i hadn't seen a space movie yeah. and i think jurassic park anyway is a better version of what happens when you let loose a you know a prehistoric esk type beast and um it, yeah and so that's why i think i mean I, what i loved about godzilla is the sheer size of godzilla i think he's awesome but he has uh, no match he's unmatched and uh if in the yeah. future they ever made like a movie where godzilla was like fighting another godzilla like another sized kind of thing i would watch the shit out of that but until that happens if Dude, that ever happens no way like godzilla would always win he's like he's kind of above all the other monsters he's like he's like the king god he could almost. be the king of 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 the monsters uh, you could say uh but i don't know i don't know i think i think a, i think a giant butterfly could take him <laughs> You know what I might do actually is go back and uh, so apparently these Godzilla movies are based on these old Japanese yeah. movies uh that I haven't heard of and that's why he's called Gojira so I think I might go and watch a bunch of those because I love this yeah, concept. Yeah, like I if they could take that old school Japanese like concept and like you know instead of stop motion make it in like CGI somehow uh that would be incredible. Like I would watch that. I would pay good money to watch that in IMAX. uh uh style theaters and uh and 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 also um 
if they ever made a Godzilla movie like how they have Mecha Godzilla, which is a, a Godzilla with like, which is like a robot Godzilla, I would also pay money to watch that. I'd be super into that. I think I think that guy uh, from Malcolm in the Middle, the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, I think he'd be a great part. I I see potential. He's a comedy actor. I, I see on. some I see some great potential in him. Like comedians, I think can be great dramatic actors. Mm. I'm putting good money. Well, on yeah, this. like Jim Carrey this, this year in that movie, The Truman Show. He's Amazing. really good. That's very serious yeah. movie. Crazy. And I love Ed Harris. Sorry, that's it. All right, I'm gonna wrap this up. This has uh, been the Geek Fruit Show with uh, Jishnu Denkar and myself Tejas and um, and if you like Godzilla or any other movie this year like Armageddon please write to us uh, on our email address contactgeekfruit at gmail.com and uh, yeah we'd love to hear from you guys and we'll even read your email on our show so thanks a lot you guys and uh, hear you soon 